Hi, welcome back everyone to the Authentic as Fog podcast. I am Sun. I'm a storyteller and a marketer. And in this podcast, I help some of our members kind of, you know, work through, coach them through their storytelling, their marketing, their brand messages. And today we have Rachel Johnson. Hi, Rachel. Hi. From uh, your own community, right? Called A Ami. Did I say yes. that right? Ami, Ami Health. Yes. Okay. Ami Health. Yeah. So yeah, tell us a little bit about, you know, your background, where you're from, and then kind of a little bit about your business. Yes. So I am from Miami, Florida. I am currently actually on maternity leave, <laughs> but kind of funny that I'm doing a podcast. Um, I go back to work on Monday, but I just had my third little baby. Um, so I'm a mom of three. And I am a corporate lawyer full time. So I started my career in big law, worked at one of the largest law firms in the world called DLA Piper that has thousands of attorneys. And I knew going in day one that that life was not for me, but I stuck it out. I paid off my law school loans and um, a few years into it, I got with my friend. We both were hostesses at Outback Steakhouse. And, you know, we both went to big law and we kind of rekindled and would talk every day on the phone on our commutes and kind of pump each other up for doing our own thing and starting our own law firm. And so I started my own law firm called JNO Law eight years ago now. Um, and we represent high growth venture backed companies as their general counsel. We have grown to a team of 20 and we are awesome at what we do. Like we have a rock star team of other big law attorneys that kind of wanted to live a different way and really enjoy doing challenging work for these high growth venture backed companies, but didn't really want to work at a big firm and wanted autonomy over their lives, which is ev what everybody wants, especially lawyers who have to bill by the hour. Um, so we've created this amazing, magical firm. Um, but what I found four years into it was that I was still not prioritizing myself. And it wasn't like I had big law to kind of blame. Like I created this amazing firm where people could have their own schedules and, you know, work hard, but you can work out every morning if you want to, you know, you can do something in the middle of the day. And I still was just not living a healthy life. And I was freaking exhausted. I had started having kids. And so after my second kid, Penn, a little boy, I was just like, I'm sick of this. I had also like 50 pounds to lose. I always get to like 200 pounds when I get pregnant. Um, and I was like, I want to, I need to join something. I need like somebody to freaking keep me accountable and motivated. And I started looking online and I saw like Noom and Weight Watchers. And that was kind of the only two things out there. And I joined them, but I kind of fell off. And I was like, they're not speaking my language. Like it seems so like weight loss focused, which of course I wanted weight loss, but I also just wanted something like cool and fresh and something fun. So I ended up getting six of my friends on a text group chain and I, they were all like, Rachel, what the hell are you doing? Are you like in some pyramid scheme that you're trying us to get us to like buy some shake or something? Um, and I was like, guys, we're committing for three months. We are all going to just be super healthy, check in on here daily and share what we're doing. 
And in three months, like magical shit happened. And we all were different people at the end of it. Like and I those had are lost, all your friends? And they were all my friends. Yeah, yeah. From random parts of life. Like it's not like we were all moms. One was like, you know, single and in this funk. And also not everybody knew each other. We all knew each other in some way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we all like knew each other in some way. Um, but I was like the main force and brought us all together. And like normally with that stuff, people like after two weeks would be like, all right, guys, I'm freaking, I'm going to Mexico, like, and do your little healthy thing. But Mm -hmm. I like would not let these girls fall off. And we really, it started being fun and like kind of addicting where we like would all check in every day and like share our healthy, simple recipes and share when we were going on a run at 7 a.m., It's not like we were going to CrossFit at like 5 a.m. We are all busy women with a lot of us had jobs and, you know, families are going through something. And after three months, even my friend that was like single, she, you know, transformed her body. She started getting on all these dating apps and was just like a different person. And people started naturally asking me, like, what the heck are you guys doing? Because they could see physically the changes. How did did the other people knew? Oh, just people around them around you guys yeah just people around like in our communities and like our other friends like they had fomo they're like what the heck i want to get in this like healthy thing too um well were you guys like um posting like on social media or something like that like how did they even know that you were you had this just like, from like when we would like go to dinner with other friends or oh, we like, would, like a staycation. It, okay. yeah like just from mouth, talking yeah. about it yeah word of mouth and people started being like i want to do this too And so I started setting up WhatsApp groups of these little groups of friends. And then eventually I had strangers because people were like, listen, I don't have like friends that, you know, either I don't have a big group of friends or my friends aren't freaking motivated. I don't want to commit with my friends Mm -hmm. and I need people more motivated than me to be in it with me. So I would like set up a, a group of strangers and i would do all these whatsapp groups and i wasn't really doing anything i was just like facilitating like this commitment of them all to do this thing and eventually i had 17 groups on whatsapp i was going to a coffee shop every sunday to like set up these whatsapp groups and i was like what the frick am i doing like this is not sustainable (laughs) this is you know i'm not gonna like I didn't really enjoy setting up WhatsApp groups and like having all Mm -hmm. these different groups. Like it wasn't, it was kind of like burning me out. Mm -hmm. And so I took a step and I was like, So your first version were you and group of your friends on WhatsApp? Yep. Oh no, we are in a text group. Yeah. We are in like a And then you try to replicate that by creating more bunch of WhatsApp WhatsApp. groups for other people. Okay. Yeah. And that worked well. Um, And, but it was like too much to manage. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize like some of the groups were much quieter and really weren't doing a lot. And a lot of the groups wanted to see what other people were doing. They're like, hey, are the other groups like more active? Like are other people doing something? And I was like, okay, there's like something in numbers and seeing a bunch of other people. Whereas if you just have like five people and two people are doing it and three people aren't, you're like, okay, eh. But if you're in a group of like 25 people and see 20 people doing it and you're one of the five mm-hmm. that aren't, especially if it's like other women that mm-hmm. also are juggling a lot, it's not like, you know, 24-7 health and wellness influencers that that's their job. Like it's other freaking normal women that are doing it. You're mm-hmm. like, shit, I like got to do this too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so 
then I ended up um, a year and a half ago moving everything to Slack. And so now we're okay. Slack, um, the health club community. It's going really well. Like we have very high engagement. I've been listening to your podcasts and talks on like engagement numbers. Um, we have 154 members right now and we have about 30% engagement. So I would say about like 40 of our members are really active on Slack. And people like jump in and out and, you know, it's there because people get in funks and like maybe their work's really busy or they just had a baby and they kind of pop off for a few months and then they're like, I'm back, <laughs> like mm -hmm. come back. And they're like, I need this motivation. Like what's going on here? Um, and that's like the beauty of it. That's what I saw I needed. Like I knew I'm just not a naturally healthy person and I need something like every few months freaking sometimes every month to like motivate me <laughs> to get back in it so we have really fun challenges that our community does together um and now i'm starting to launch small groups um where like a smaller group can commit and like it's the same thing as like the original ami groups where it's like daily accountability daily chatting is what you're committing to everybody meets each other on like a quick zoom call in the beginning um and we've had a lot of interest. Like I posted about it yesterday and already 12 members have signed up for it. So to be leaders, no, to be, to like be a... in this, to be in this small group. Oh, okay. Okay. Also, you're, you're, you're creating a small group within your big community. Yeah. Which in, uh, within Slack. Yeah. Got it. Got it. What, what do you think was the, by the way, from everything yeah. that you said, the part that I resonate, like, I think the best part of your story was when you said, "Oh, uh, because I'm I'm not really I'm not really a healthy person." Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Because you know, like, yeah. I, I think what people don't realize is that when we go on Instagram, right, we see all these people like eating kale and doing <laughs> doing their like you know grass juice and all of that like healthy yeah. stuff, right? And what we don't realize is that that's actually not most people, right? That's yeah. And when I see that, like when I see, um, like when I look at Weight Watchers, actually, yes, it's like whole diet thing. But one, the one thing that I can see there is it's very, uh, it's very relatable, the people there, right? It's it's kind of yes. like that real average Americans, right? <laughs> that, that, just like normal normal people. They're not like, you know, because you know, like I I I I, I used to live in New York, so. You know, I see the people who are all into the all the vegans that are like all of that. You know, when I see that, I'm like, you guys are like superhumans. Like, like <laughs> there's no way I can do that. Like, I love pizza too much. I like there's just certain things that, you know, I feel like I can never do and I can never be that person. Right. But then when you said like, I'm just not a, like when you talked about the part of like, you know, you, you keep falling into the. You know, like you, you do good for a while and then you just fall back. And then, you know, and then you when you talk about like I'm just not a healthy person. I think that part really like will resonate with a lot of people. You know? yeah. So I don't know if you if that's a thing that you talk about. Yeah, but. I do. I always talk about how like I there's some people that like love the crunch of a salad. It's like that's yeah. not me. Like I still love Outback Steakhouse. I love Chick-fil-A. I love pizza. Like I do love bad food. But I've just <laughs> learned that you like can't eat like crap all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's how I've like transformed my life. So I think that is different. And I try to talk about that because I do think it's relatable. 
Um, yeah, I, I love it because, you know, like, yeah. do you know Alex Hormozzi? Have you heard no. of Alex Hormozzi? No. So Alex Hormozzi and, and his wife, Leila Hormozzi, are, they're like a recent kind of a influencer in the business world, but they're like, no. they're in the gym business. So they help they, their business, their original business was like helping gyms launch. And then eventually they built, yeah. they started acquiring other companies and now they're investors. But um, this guy just in the last one year just blew up on the internet, right? So he's like huge now. But when you follow him on Instagram, one of the things that he posts every single day is hashtag never skip dessert. <laughs> and if you look at this couple, right? They look like like their fitness, like they look like they would be like Mr. Universe, like, or, you know, like the ones that you see on stage, like those yeah. fitness model, like the, they're, they're, they have like no fat, like they're com perfect physique. <laughs> and, yeah. but if, when you actually follow them on Instagram, when you look at their life, it's not like they're just doing meal plans every week and like, you know, like eating zero carbs and like, and every night they, every night they go out to eat and they, they take a picture of the dessert, their dessert. And they use hashtag never, uh, never skip dessert. And other people started using that hashtag. Um, yeah. But it's, it's like so refreshing to see because it's so different than what all the other health influencers are doing, right? Like this guy yeah. is like saying, yeah, I, I like yeah. to eat That's this. It's funny because like... somebody on our Slack community, um, I think, put that they ate like a sleeve of Thin Mints last night. Mm -hmm. And they did like hashtag I needed that. And then I was like, oh, that's so funny. That would be like such a good hashtag when people just like, you know. Yeah, yeah like it doesn't have to be perfect, true. right? Like yeah. it, it doesn't have to be like military, like, okay, you know. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to, like our motto has kind of morphed into greens, water, move, repeat. Because I feel yeah. like it's so simple. It's like sounds too simple because everybody wants to do some complex stuff and, you know, it never really works. But if you're like, yeah. Did I eat green today? Did I move my body? And did I drink my like 90 gallons, whatever yeah. you're drinking of water, um, 90 ounces of water, then you're like pretty good. And most people, mm -hmm. most busy women I talk to, like they, you know, people always talk to me now, especially that I have on me. They're like, oh, I just can't do it. I can't stay consistent. Like the same story. And when I like, talk to them, they're not even like trying the basics, like going for a walk every morning. Uh, so it's like if people could just, dial it down then... yeah like you don't have to go from one to like zero to ten like you right <laughs> just if you can just get to like four <laughs> yeah yeah that's you're already yeah so yeah it's it sounds like what you're trying to do is you're trying to like um i guess create a community and program for like real humans not like these yes. superhumans that you see in like California and New York, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would say like our niche is really like we've tried to like, it's definitely busy women that feel like they have an overwhelmed plate of like juggling, you know, work, whether they're moms. I think we have a good amount of like people that aren't moms too. So we're not necessarily just like a mom community. There's a lot of single people. On I want to focus I too much on the work, the, the, the working woman, the mom thing, because okay. that's such a contrary to what a lot of people in this that business believe. Mm -hmm. is that's actually a very saturated market. Almost okay. every, <laughs> almost every woman that I talk to, <laughs> that either wanna 
that teach business coaching, life coaching, wellness, like all of them, they're all like, yeah, yeah my target audience is busy moms. Right. And, and busy, like busy, like, you know, people who, who, who work and, you know, want to like, that, that's such like a cliche message now. Maybe it was like good 10 years ago. Yeah. But I feel like almost everybody's jumping on that bad market now. You know what I mean? So should our, what should our focus be? <laughs> I think we, you should focus on what, what, what you said, like about like, I'm, you know, I'm not a healthy person. Like that, okay. because I feel like that's the, that's the part that most people don't focus on. Like when yeah. I go on this Instagram feeds and they, you know, all they're doing is showing like, you know, kale and all these veggies and all this like <laughs> healthy, like nasty looking food, like, like clean, great looking food that probably tastes nasty. <laughs> right. And then like all these bikini bodies and all the perfect bodies and all of that, like all that, all that makes me, most people do when, when they see that they're like, oh, that's not me. Yeah. Like that's so far from where I am now. Yeah. Right. That's what they're thinking, right? Yeah. But like I feel like out of everything you said, those two things were the ones that were like I was like oh, I I wish more people would be honest like that. Yeah. Cuz you know at the, at the end of the day, even even 90% of these influencers are saying that shit. Deep inside, you know they love pizza. You know they want to be back for dinner. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like, that's why I love when David Goggins talks about how, like, every morning he stare at his sneakers and like, oh, you motherfucker. Like, I, he doesn't want to put on those sneakers, right? Even though this is, like, supposed to be the most disciplined guy in the world, right? Yeah. So, so I think that's the part that you really need to hone in on. Like, uh, okay. I, and for me, and I, I'm, I'm assuming for everyone, those are, like, actually the moments, the special moments that... Like I went to this um, yoga retreat, yoga retreat thing, and um, you know it was like a no coffee for the week, all all vegan diet, right? All, you know, like all, and and I was like, oh, man, I, I don't know, if I'm gonna be able to survive this, right? And then there was like a yoga teacher there, right, who went to grab a muffin, right? <laughs> like, so he grabbed the muffin and he ate, like, he ate it. And then, like, his, his face, his, like, facial expression said everything. He ate it. He's like, oh, I thought that was going to be good. <laughs> right? Because it was, it was a vegan muffin, right? Yeah. And, like, that, I became, that moment, like, made me so, like, like, relatable. Like, I, I yeah. felt like we were the same person, right? Because, I'm sitting there going like oh, all these hundred people, they're probably all vegans and they're all like, no, they're not me. They're not like me yeah. at all. And all of a sudden I see this guy and he said the thing that I was, I, I was feeling, but I was scared to say, right. And at that moment we just like bonded. Right. And yeah. I also have a friend who's like a yoga teacher who, who actually used to teach in that program. Right. And recently like she left and she started her own thing. And when she, and she created her own retreat. So I was like, "Hey, is your retreat gonna be like all vegan and all like?" He's like, "Hell no!" <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, "No, I love food, right?" Like, so things like that, right? Like, yeah. I think that's more human. That's more real, and yeah, I really yeah. think that you should double down okay. on that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because that was—I mean, honestly—that was my first question for you. Like, I feel like I don't have something that sticks, and I know like one of your lessons in Night Owl Nation is like, don't say like one like something 
different things all the time, like stick to one thing and say it like a hundred times. And I feel like I don't have that one thing. And I do like, I enjoy going on podcasts. I enjoy speaking. I host all these little meetups, but like I'm constantly like trying to find that thing. Yeah. Well, maybe play around with it. Like you said something about like, I needed that. Right. So Mm -hmm. like, so what I usually do is, um, you know, I teach the same storytelling basic class on Tuesdays every week. And even though it's the same one, like, I, I feel like I'm on repeat, like I'm like a broken record. I keep saying the same thing. But the reason why I keep doing it is because every time I do it, I learn something new where where I'm like, oh, when I said it like this, like the reaction yeah. was slightly different this time. Right. And it's new people every time. So they don't know that I'm teaching the same thing every week. Right. To them, it's a yeah. brand new thing. Right. But like I, I, I usually say the same thing a hundred times. Like even in my content, because but I say it slightly differently, and the reason why I do that is because I want to see the reaction. I want to see what's the thing that makes them go oh. And it's so weird how you know, like you say the same thing and you you give a different example of the same thing, and people are like oh, I never thought of it that way or something like that. So just keep testing out. Maybe like for me, the thing that did it for me is when you said you know. I'm I'm not a health I'm I'm just not a healthy person, right? This, this is the yeah. last thing I expected you to say, right? But I yeah. Uh, when I'm I'm going on, I look at your website. It's this beautiful <laughs> website, all healthy, your Instagram feed, and like you're you're you know you're a beautiful woman that I, and like the last thing I expected you to say was like, oh, I'm not a healthy person. Like I was like, what? <laughs> and that made me like connect with you instantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I feel like all my friends and people like have told me that mm-hmm. they're like. And even my mom's like, Rachel, if you told me you were running a health and wellness company, I would like die because you had like 20 cavities from reading Starburst all day when you were little. Um, like, yeah, I mean, I think, think those are going to be the... It's funny. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think that is, then that's going to be your differentiator. Okay. I think like you're the... You're the not healthy health expert. <laughs> yes. And not an expert. Like at... For me, I finally found that people did want, like, they had nutrition questions. So I ended up getting, like, a registered dietitian who could, like, answer them for them um, and be a resource if people wanted that. Um, But honestly, what people want is, like, motivation and accountability and doing it together. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Like, so what do you think in the first round when you did it with your friends? Yeah. Because you said, you mentioned that, oh, you know, like, you know, Normally, in these kind of things, people fall off. They'll mm-hmm. try for a few weeks and then they go on vacation. And just like, but you yeah. said that for 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 that group, there was something special that happened there where you know it worked. And even for those people, they didn't think it was going to work, but it worked. Right. Yeah. So, what yeah. do you think was the special sauce there? It was the daily checking in, a hundred percent. It was just like so. It wasn't like you didn't. And you even, did the checking like, in. No, everybody did it. Like, it wasn't like we were like, hey, what are you doing today? Just if everybody agrees at the beginning, like, okay, daily, no matter if we ate like Pizza Hut and beer and all this shitty stuff, like we're going to tell the group. Mm. And so it was the daily checking in that helped. And it honestly made it fun. Like people did slack off for a week, but they would get back on because they were seeing all these other people making good changes. Mm. And, you know. And also, even if when they slack off, we actually did that. I'm actually thinking about bringing some of that back. We actually did that in the first round um, of Night Owl Nation, and we we got rid of it because um, 
I was thinking like, is this too much? Like, am I asking too much of people? But what we did was like in the small groups, when you come back. So in the beginning, we had them make promises. We said, I promise that I'm going to post once a day. <laughs> or I promise that I'm going to post once a week, right? And then in the group, they have to say, okay, this week, I promised that I was going to post five times this week, but I only posted three times. Or I only posted, I didn't post that at all, right? But the, the act of having to say that yourself, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, actually makes you, oh, before I go to the meeting, I'm going to post this. <laughs> it actually yeah. keeps you accountable because you, you know that you're, you're the one who have to say it, right? And you yeah. know that there's no one to blame because I'm the one who made the promise. I'm the yeah. one, you know. So, yeah. And it really works. Like, I don't, yeah. I mean, there definitely is science behind it too. There's been a lot of articles on just like committing together and being in a group. But like there's, it's, it's so, it sounds so like stupid simple, but <laughs> that's like the beauty of it, that it really does make a difference. So I'm trying to bring back that magic because right now um, we have a bigger community and we do like challenges right now. We're in our summer of strength. Yeah. So what do you think you're struggling with now that it's been gotten bigger? Yeah. So. I think the biggest thing is this is my passion project and you know, I've never, I just love it so much. Like even I'm on maternity leave and I like, sometimes I feel like I'm floating when I'm working on it. Like you might get that with night owl nation that yeah, it yeah. just feels like I'm You're like in a very floating. similar boat with me. Cause like yes. I have my agency, which is where I make the money. Right. <laughs> and then yeah. I have my community, which is like my, that's like the next chapter of my life. Right. Like one day, hopefully yeah. that'll, That'll be the one that makes me money, but right, yeah. Right now, it's a yeah. passion project. Yeah. Yes, and like I just love it so much that I haven't really focused so much on even like because I knew I was coming on the podcast. I was like, okay, Jordan, who does our marketing and has been really helping me for two weeks. I'm like, we need to crunch numbers here because I know Sun is going to be like, even though you say Gigi <laughs> does your number stuff, but. He um, is going to be like, so are you making money? And like, what's the path to profitability? Because at the end of the day, like Ami is amazing, but like it would be freaking phenomenal if I could just hit this out of the park and like yeah. level it up. And I feel like we have uh, this amazing base here, but like. What I want to say is this, right? Yeah. So are, like, what is your plan? And like, do you want to. Do you want to turn this into like a, a huge community or do you want to turn it into more of a niche community? Like how, what, how, how do you see it happening? I guess because yeah. there's different ways to grow communities, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I see it becoming like a couple thousand members and being a profitable business. And it, it doesn't have, like, I'm not, I don't want to like raise venture funding. I don't want, I'm bootstrapping it myself. I love being in control and doing whatever the F I want. And I've mm -hmm. always had that personality. Um, and I know I can, but I don't need to make hundreds of millions of dollars, but it would be really freaking nice to make millions of dollars. I think, um, so I, I was working with this one, uh, person who, who has a membership uh i think they have about twenty thousand members and they, it, they pay thirty thirty dollars a month and it took them about five years to grow okay but a lot of this is gonna happen through word of like so marketing only gets you so far in terms of growing yeah. if you if you're talking numbers game right so i see what i see a lot of people do this they become a coach or they create a course 
and they have a couple of like, you know, six figure launches and maybe a seven figure launch. And then slowly they and they disappear, right? And that's because they haven't grown enough of a community, right? They they haven't invested in the community. What they do was they invested in the marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So for you, I think the number one thing is going to be like, so I'm I'm glad that you find this as a passion project, yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure that in that first group, I mean I wasn't there, but if <laughs> I had to take a guess, like you were probably a big part of it, meaning yeah. your energy, you know what I mean, like what you bring to the table. Yes, everybody yeah. else was doing that too, but like, and even now, I, I take you out of the equation, it probably won't work, right? Yeah. So I think what you need to do is you need to um, continue to invest in the community so that it's kind of like CrossFit, right? Like people join CrossFit not because of the exercises or the <laughs> the plan, and but it's because of that community, the people, right? Like you, you watch a CrossFit video and people are like, you see this grandma trying to do a <laughs> deadlift as well as you see like an 11-year-old child trying to do a deadlift. Like it's... There's like a community aspect to it. So for you, definitely build that community. And I would, you really have to, so like, how, how does it work? Are, are you mainly the one who's running the community? How, how do you, um, I mean, what does the day-to-day process look like if I join your membership, for example? So we normally like push, like our launches are when we have a challenge coming up. So like right now we're doing this July small group. So very organically, like putting on on stories, we do have an email list of about 2000. We spend $300 a month on ads um, and we get like around 200 to 300 new leads coming in. But we've kind of we've just changed our lead magnet and we can't tell yet if it's like working on conversions. Mm -hmm. But um you join our newsletter, do that. But honestly, most people come from word of mouth. Like when I look at yeah. who's joining, it's all like these little talks that I've given, um, meetups that I've hosted, going to dinner with somebody and telling them about yeah. on me. Like it's very organic. So don't um, forget that. Don't ever yeah. forget that. Because you remember how you started is that you did it yeah. with this small group. Yeah. And then without you even trying, everybody was like, what's going on? What's going on? Right. Like, it's almost like... Yeah. A FOMO is yeah. what gets them in. Yeah. So, like, that's always going to be a thing, I think, in your yeah. community where people are going to be like, oh, what? Like, all these, put- like, create a hashtag. You have to create a hashtag because, you know, people mm-hmm. are into it, right? So they're going to be yeah. like, oh. And then when, especially because it's a visual thing, right? Like, like the good, good thing about what you're selling is it's, it's something like when, when somebody loses weight, somebody looks better, right? They're going to take mm-hmm. pictures of themselves. They're going to take pictures of their progress and they're going to upload it. And then when they use like hashtag Ami or whatever, whatever that they use, people are, it's going to start to, people are going to look at it and be like, what, what, what is Ami? Like, well, Ami Health, what is that? Like, yeah. Again, they get more intrigued and they're like, oh, can, and then they might ask them about it. And then this is how your communities grow. So really, really like, remember that that's the root of your community, not yeah. funnels, running ads and, yeah. you know, like trying to come up with better workout programs or anything like that, right? Or things like that. So yes. I would say, like, make sure there's some sort of a way that people in your community can scream at the top of their lungs to let other people know about this community, right? Yeah. 
and then do more things that you can show that visually. So I don't know if you do retreats yet, but no. I would definitely for you see if you can plan some sort of a retreat. Yeah, Where? we actually have one of our members that like runs really amazing luxury retreats and she's been dying. She's like, we need to do like a wellness getaway. Everybody come, but it will be like on me style. Like you said, like we're definitely going to have alcohol there. I love that. <laughs> you want to come? Because <laughs> like people, people think of retreat as like what I said, right? Like it's going right. to be vegan, no coffee, yeah. like, like, yeah, no, no cell phones. Like. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, I love that. So yeah, <laughs> like do something like that because what happens is when you're there, let's mm-hmm. say even if you don't make money in your first retreat, right? When you're there and the community is there together and they spend a few days together and, you know, you guys be, truly become friends, right? Once they go back home, like something magic is going to happen where they try to not, now, now everybody sees that and they're going to be like, hey, well, well, and then next retreat you do, it gets a little bit bigger bigger and and it's also like just having visually, like having those pictures, like you guys having an amazing time, really yeah. like getting together, having fun, having those photos on social media, because they're going to start posting it too. It's going to yeah. be like, people, it's going to make people go like, oh, what is that? Like, oh, that looks fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I had a friend who, um, or I have a friend who, he leads a pretty big, uh, what's that? What's that like? Uh multi-level marketing um it's it's like the the, the supplement thing i forgot it's like a pretty pretty beach body or yeah it's like from beach body but uh i forgot what it's called oh shakeology like, like the shakes something like that but it's, yeah yeah i forgot what it's called i can't i can't come up with it it's like the biggest one okay. and <clears throat> So he's in that, and he leads like a pretty big group. So he has like, you know, 150, 150 leaders in his, I guess, under his <laughs> network. And mm-hmm. every week or every month or something like that, they do these events where they get together and they're, you know, and then he posts the photos. And I don't even know what they're doing, right? I don't know what they're selling. I don't like, I, but whenever I see those pictures, I'm like, oh, wow, that looks fun. Like that, <laughs> it just makes you want to be part of it when you have a community yeah. like that. So something like that. And then just 100% focus on like, you know, making sure that, so not losing the roots, right? In the beginning, you said it's the the, the checking in, the daily Mm -hmm. check-ins and you somehow allowing people. So one of the things that you might want to think about doing is, you know, because your, your membership is pretty low cost and at, even if you raise that price from there, I think it's still going to be considered low cost in your community, in in, in your industry, right? So yeah. what's going to happen is when you do that, like you said, somebody who plans a retreat, like there's going to be people within your community that wants to volunteer and they they want to, like they're going to start to step up and lead certain things, right? And you, right. you have to like completely allow that to happen so that, you know, like if somebody's like... For me, I'm so grateful for our like 30 small group leaders because I don't have to go in and do all of that (laughs) myself, right? Like they're the ones that are like, in the beginning, I I was the one that was pumping off all the energy, like in Sunday service and things like that. Mm -hmm. But that's that's, at a certain point, that's not scalable, right? Of course, there's going to be a few group of people. But when when the small group leaders are also out there just welcoming people and, you know, things like that, 
then the the community really grows. So yeah, and, no, we and have some of our run, like OGs. What's that? We have some like OGs that have been with us, like literally since the like WhatsApp groups. They yeah, still yeah. haven't left, and they like yeah. need it, and they feed off of it. And yeah. I feel like those are like those type of people really help keep the community alive. Yeah, I mean, I think we're in a very similar place, and like I'm, I'm still figuring this out as I go, right? Yeah, because I've number one, yes, I've done marketing for my clients and stuff like that. But what I'm trying to do is very different from what they do, right? Because what they're selling is they're they're selling high ticket courses, they're right. selling like these high ticket programs and things like that. And I know how to sell all those things, but that's that's not what I'm doing. I'm I'm actually like uh, trying to build a community, right? Yeah. So that's gonna take time. So for you, it's gonna be the same thing. I think build communities, continue to put out content. That's and and what's gonna be most important for you is to put out content that's your personality not yeah. necessarily like a beautiful photo or like some you know <laughs> some like wise quote or something like that yeah. but something that shows your personality like what w- like what you said about like oh like i needed that or or like yeah. what you said about like uh, i'm uh, you know i'm not a healthy person so if you have a story around that right yeah like tell stories like that right or if uh if some of your members community members also have a story like that of a story of like how so so kind of like hey like I, I i didn't do it perfect but that's okay right yeah like so that theme of a story like when you keep putting it out i think that's really going to resonate with people so for me what i'm starting to realize is that um the community like for me to at some point like my i think my community uh membership revenue is going to overtake like if i run the numbers <laughs> my revenue that revenue is going to overtake everything else and that's going to be the my my biggest um income generator but the thing is it's going to take years to get there because yeah. community grows exponentially do you know what i mean and yeah. like and right now i'm in the middle of building that foundation for it right so in the beginning i did too much actually in the community and that actually backfired on me what i'm what I really learned, and you know, sometimes like I do things for my client, I I tell stuff to my clients, and I don't take my own advice, right? Like these, are all the mistakes that I saw my clients make, I'm, I was making the same exact, like it's, I was making the same exact mistakes, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, it's much harder to take your own advice than to give advice, right? It's because you can't see your own biases and you can't see your own flaws. So yeah, like I, I was doing too much, and right now I'm trying to kind of dial it back and say we're gonna get really really perfect and great at this one thing which is every week coming together and practicing storytelling through these exercises and that's it like before we talk about marketing design or or any other masterclass or all these other stuff we're just going to get great at this one thing and i want to perfect that one thing and once that happens then we can add on other features and stuff like later on right but i i really need to hone in on that process and that's what i'm working on now so Something like that, and then that's building the foundation for the future growth. In the meantime, like that's why I've opened up like for for the first time this quarter, I opened up like my mentorship program, right? Yes. And I think we're planning a retreat for September, so I am gonna have things like that for the because people are asking for it in the community, <laughs> like you know that is gonna bring in revenue in the 
immediate short term. But I think eventually, like the the membership, the monthly membership is where I'm. That's my investment for the long term. Yeah, and so you I, I don't, recently yeah. increased pricing because one of my other questions was pricing. Like, should I really drill down? Yeah, I feel like, like you don't. There's no need for you to do like such a low price. Like, I I think you should be charging <laughs> like thirty dollars a month. Thirty dollars. Okay. Because think about it, right? Like, it's not what you're selling. You know, it, <laughs> I'm sorry to say this, but it, it is a first world problem <laughs> product. Yeah. It's not, right. the understand of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it really is not going to help anyone by lowering the price. Right. <laughs> I can understand if you're selling to you know, like your community, like my community. We have a huge, uh, uh, like an audience base in Nigeria, India, and Colombia, and the average household income there. Is like two hundred dollars a month, three hundred dollars、yeah. a month. So yes, for us it makes sense to have, and and we're gonna continue that. Like for those countries, we're gonna still keep it at five dollars a month. Like that, the price increase that we're doing it is only、yeah. only on certain countries. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And what was your thought to do quarterly instead of monthly? Yeah, for us it it makes sense because、um, we have small group leaders. And it's it's kind of hard for us to ask small group leaders to lead indefinitely, <laughs> right? right? And also, like like you said, what what was happening is when people join a small group, they're curious to see like, oh, I wonder what that small group's like, things like that. So we we create we did started doing the quarter thing, so that they can try out every quarter they can try out different small groups, right? And um, and right now what I'm trying to do is um I'm trying to get So what's happening is most people. One of the biggest mistake that I made is I made it hard for people to see the progress that they're making week to week to week. Do you understand what I mean? So、yeah. because I, you know, like when most people teach storytelling, what they do is they make it very obvious.、Like, okay, here's the structure. Like here's the seven step framework, and blah blah blah. People are like, oh, cool. Like so they're they're doing that, but in reality, they're not really actually learning storytelling. I'm tr- I'm doing it the opposite way, where I'm teaching them certain critical thinking things, where it seems like this, that has nothing to do with storytelling. And like, and so people are like, "How's this going to help me with my story? How's this going to help me with my business?" Right? That's what they're thinking. So unless you've been there for like a certain number of weeks, you don't actually understand the benefits, right? So like one of the things that we're doing this quarter is. I'm trying to make the assignment like fun, on its own, so that even if they don't see that this doesn't tie it, like they're gonna walk away with this like, oh, aha, like I I never thought of it, like this is what I was doing wrong in my business. I never even thought of it, right? And then、yeah. we're also doing some sort of a point system, so if they show up to the meeting, it's like, like kind of like you do the check-in, so the points is gonna be kind of our version of the check-in. And the last homework that I do in the last quarter. The last meeting of the quarter is going to be to redo the assignment from week one. So then, what happens is, a lot of people don't see progress because they don't see. Like, if you go look back and you look at content from three months ago that you created, you might feel like, "Oh my gosh, like that was so bad." Like, I, if I were to redo that, I, you know, what I mean, it's kind of like that where they're gonna be able to see, "Oh my gosh, like I, if I were to redo this assignment, I would do it totally differently." Because, 
And that almost like confirms that, okay, I've made this much progress, right? So to get them to renew for the next quarter, something like that. Um, But yeah, like I'm trying to take it right now. The the biggest reason why people um, don't commit, like that are not active in Night Owl Nation, or like if they're not retaining their membership, it's because of overwhelm. And it's like, that's actually true for almost all membership sites. It's the number one reason why people leave is because there's too much stuff. Not It's never because there's too little stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping these small groups too, like just starting part of a small group. Like it's so, it's like one thing you really focus on it. Um, because I think the same thing, like people join on me and they're like, okay, like, what do I do now? And, you know, do I just jump into Slack and start sharing things or how does it work? So, and I offer uh, so like... So what happens now when if I join? Yeah. Let's say I join, what's the first, what happens? So if you join now, you'll like get our welcome like email flow. Um, you'll introduce yourself on Slack. And typically every month there's like a new challenge or something going on that you can join. Um, you also have the option to like book a one-on-one call with me and I can tell you how to get the okay. most out of on me, which I think like only one person has ever done. <laughs> um, and then also like I try and do, um, I'll go, we have a private Instagram page that's just for our members where I sometimes go on live and just talk to them about how to get the most of on me. Cause I find with our community, I've done Zooms or like join me on the Zoom and we can meet each other. Um, and like two people show up, which I get it. Like people are busy and have stuff going on and just like, unless it's freaking required for work. Like sometimes I don't want to join like an optional zoom too. Um, We'll see how it goes because with this new small group that we're launching in July, I like had them check a box that like, I will like do my best to attend the intro zoom call and meet the crew and share your goals. Cause I do think it's fun. It's important. And like, for all these people that are joining, it could be like networking and like meet meeting other like-minded people. Um, but I've just found really low rates when I try and like host a Zoom for our members. So what did you do in that first round with your friends? You Was it literally just the WhatsApp? Did you guys do anything else? You yeah, guys ever just jump like on that. a call? Or... No, nothing. Yeah, so like, then I wouldn't overthink though. it. Like <laughs> yeah. what you're experiencing is completely normal. Right. Yeah. Just think about it. We have almost a thousand members at Night Owl Nation now. Only yeah. uh, about 70 people come to those Sunday service. Yeah. And that, like it took us a lot of work to even get there. Right. Right. So, right. and even me, I like listen to it on Mondays. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, people are busy. Like they're, yeah. it, it's not on top of mind. Right. So, right. You, it's your job to slowly try to get, get them there. Like when yeah. people join in the beginning, I would just, I wouldn't even give them, them them give them the option to do anything else, but like that's what we're doing this next quarter. Mm-hmm. So we're taking actually everything out of circle, like okay. for new any new member when they come in, the only two things they can do is they can uh, attend Sunday service and join a big group, and that's it. We don't want we don't even want them to do anything else. So that and then once they join a big group, they'll do the assignment there, right? So for you, like like literally give them like everybody wants step-by-step instructions like, yeah I, don't tell me like that i have all these options just tell me exactly what to do right right so give them that so that as soon as they come in there there's just this one thing they have to do like maybe it's just yeah. a check-in right yeah and maybe you have like a, uh 
maybe you ask some of your members to be like, hey, can, can any of you guys kind of lead this introductory group or something like that? So every new member goes into there. And then, because like, I'm sure, like you said, did it help that you were there to kind of constantly encourage them and, you know. Yeah. Like, or I just think they, of new members that come in. They're like, okay, all these like healthy bees are already on here, like sharing all their healthy stuff. Like I'm such mm -hmm. a newbie. I don't even, you know, I've never even made a green smoothie before. Where the mm -hmm. hell do I start? Um, that's why I think like starting with a small group of hopefully other like newbies yeah. with mixed in some people that have been part of Ami for so long and can like yeah. kind of guide them. Well, in the first, what's the text message group that you did with your friends? What kind mm -hmm. of stuff did you guys share in there? Like pictures of us on like a 6 a.m. run and also pictures of us like partying at like midnight, you know, like it was like yeah. such a mix. It was like friends having a text group conversation but the goal, like if we showed the like midnight parting picture, it was like, don't worry, I'm going to still be like ready to go tomorrow. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was like that type of everything was focused on the united goal of like sticking to the basics when it comes to getting healthy. I think you have to try your best to base your, your goal. Like you work with a lot of tech startup founders, so you know this, mm -hmm. right? You know, I, I used to work with a lot of tech startups um, when we start, first started my agency. And, you know, tech startup is all about taking this one thing mm -hmm. and scaling it, right? Like taking this one thing that works with one person yeah. and then how can I scale it to like a million users, right? Yeah. So your entire business is actually taking that same experience that you and your eight friends had, mm -hmm. whatever the, that special sauce that was magical yeah. about it and scaling that. So yeah. every mem new member that comes in or every existing members, how can you create that experience for them? I think is where you like literally all of your energy should go to. Yeah. I think it's going to be within these small groups. I think yeah. like that is my hunch. Cause yeah, and try I just different things. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what, you know, like night owl nation, like we've made so many mistakes. We failed so many times. Like I'm just at this time, I'm so embarrassed because like every time I ask the small group leaders or ask members like, Oh, we're going to change again because that didn't work. Yeah. I, I'm almost ashamed to say that because then all the small group is going to be like, again, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? But still, they love it and they're still like, yeah. no matter how much I feel like, oh, man, all these small groups, like, everyone's going to leave me because like, but as long as you're honest with them yeah, and you know, you, you let them know that we're building this together. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I really appreciate that you're you guys are being our guinea pig and yeah. <laughs> helping us, you know, test these out and like and, and make them feel like they're involved, right? They're involved in the yeah. decision making process and things like that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm so because every quarter we do it, our the, the number of our leaders grow. And I'm always yeah. shocked. I'm like, haven't you guys had enough? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I guess I think I what I'm trying to say is whatever you created in that small initial round, mm -hmm. if you can try to scale that as much as possible, I think you won't have any problems. Okay. Okay, well, I'll stick with it. Yeah, because I think hearing you, like, also I've been doing this for now three and a half years from that, like, initial group. And I feel like it's like very slow and steady. <laughs> it takes um, time. How, yeah. how do you do your content right now? What kind of content? Like social media content. So it's a little bit of a hot mess, <laughs> but um, 
we, my um, Jordan, who is amazing and like a member of Ami that has turned now, she also has her own agency that she helps founders mm -hmm. and she um, will like plan out content and I'll send her like randomly text messages like we should do this, we need to do this mm -hmm. or I'll like video like right now. Um, I'm like taking pictures and videos of all my breakfasts and lunches. And we're going to make a reel of like my breakfast of the week, my lunches of the week. Cause I think people don't understand like that food is such a huge freaking part of it. And if you aren't mm -hmm. seeing changes, so I want to like show people a week of my breakfast. It's not like what I eat in the day. It's like my week of something. Um, and so like, it's that it's very, how often do you post? Um, stories every day and I like completely do that it's like my love I do it when I'm like on my morning walk which people would be like you're freaking staring at your phone but it just like it makes me relax it's something different than being a lawyer all day I just like come up with a little story and I like post sometimes I think about it the night before of like oh what would be good for today um, but I just sometimes do it off the cuff and people have said like I can tell it's your voice Rachel <laughs> like, I think you, if you're doing that already yeah. I would post those also on like as reels, TikTok and YouTube shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just posting it on stories. Yeah. I mean, you're you convinced me like in the past week, I've created a YouTube channel, uploaded 22 videos just based on like past content I found because I was like, this is so are, like, easy. And are they like, long form content? No, shorts. Oh, short form. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I've like taken clips from like podcasts I've been on or like live interviews I've done and just put them onto YouTube. I also did like a video of my transformation because like I also, again, like even though I'm he healthy, I gained yeah. a shit ton of weight this pregnancy and I have like 50 pounds to lose. And so May 20th, I took like a video of my like before and every month I'm going to like video my changes yeah. and like put that on YouTube. Why don't you do your own podcast? Yeah, I could. It's it's like um, where you just have guests on, whether you from your members, yeah. right? Yeah. Whether you coach them or you know they just ask you a bunch of questions and and or even like talk to those friends, eight of your friends that you started yeah. with, right? Like starting yeah. like because like doing a weekly podcast where you just record for like half an hour to an hour is yeah. really the best way to consistently come up with short form content because you can repurpose all of those, right? Yeah. And, and you think that's better than just doing an Instagram live? Like why a podcast? Well, Instagram live is dead. Like the only reason why you're I'm doing okay. Instagram live <laughs> is is to answer questions for my community. Like it Instagram live is not going to help you grow at okay. all. You know. Where where you're going to grow and and podcast is not going to help you grow either. So mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll tell you this. So right now if you want to grow and you want to reach new audience Probably the, and in a short amount of time, probably the place is TikTok, right? Because right. TikTok is going to yeah. be the one where you, what's going to happen is you take all of those little clips or whatever you already have, just every day, upload one a day or, or two mm -hmm. a day or three, or however many you can, right? Per day consistently. And you just watch it one day, you're going to wake up to like, you know, 20,000 comments, right? That's just, okay. that's just what happens on TikTok. Like nothing will happen for me. Yeah. Like sometimes nothing happens for like a weeks and then all of a sudden like i get like a thousand comments right like because one yeah. video got a hundred thousand yeah. views and then nothing happens for a while and then you know what i mean that's kind of what happens in TikTok. but 
so but so consistently do that right that's going to bring you audience but that's okay. a TikTok audience it's not the same as youtube right. audience right which is so not use the, same the podcast as to just create content for all the channels yeah i mean that's the easiest way to do it yeah because like if you just use like repurpose.io or or if you there's tools out there that will take your long-form content and clip mm -hmm. it into some short-form content right so so TikTok is that YouTube, what, what it, YouTube Shorts, what I found is good is YouTube Shorts has also an algorithm that's good. So it'll, you can reach new audience, mm -hmm. but it's not going to be like TikTok. Like TikTok, you can literally get a million views on a video and gain 30,000 followers overnight with one video. And it can literally be your first video. As long as people yeah. are watching that one piece of video, right. it can happen. YouTube is not necessarily like that, but YouTube has, is evergreen, right? So nothing like TikTok, whatever you post, it's for that week or at most two weeks, right? But YouTube, it's mm -hmm. evergreen. So you can, whatever you post now can still help you three years from now. Right. It's not, nothing is being wasted, right? Yeah. So there's that for YouTube. Podcast is not gonna, like, it'll take you three years of like consistently posting podcast episodes for you to gain, gain any kind mm -hmm. of traction. But Two, two things. It gives you the the content that you can repurpose for these other short forms. And two, the people that are listening to your podcast are your true audience. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So right now, it seems like you have the right tools, the accountability tools and stuff like that for your community. I think that's really good. That's like a huge thing. But I don't do not dismiss the your personality, your energy. Because I guarantee you, if you told those eight people, like, oh, just do that, and you took yourself out of it, it would not have worked. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? I agree. Yeah. So remember that you're the, you know, like when you go to a party, right? Like, yeah. you need that host or the person to be like, yeah. to make sure everybody's having fun. And you know what yeah. I mean? So you were probably that person in that group, right? Yeah. Just just now remember that you have 150 of those people. Yeah. And you're still that person, right? Once you have a thousand people, you're still that person. Yeah. So how can you scale you in a way that without you having to do that to every single person, right? You can still do that at that level, right? That means you gotta show up, you gotta show yourself, you gotta and then you're doing that through Instagram stories. But you know, through podcasts, so so grow that core community. So I would do all of them and, and I I think content is going to be the way for you to one way for you to attract new members. And then of course the word of mouth thing too. Okay. And don't um, dismiss like in the, in the beginning days. Um, so I, I'm so like, I regret not going on other platforms. I just like in the beginning, I only focused on Instagram and Instagram is like the most competitive, like, platform to grow so i don't even know why i did that yeah. so i don't re i regret not going on youtube and things like that but don't dismiss like um networking yeah. like um for me in the beginning i really like i i reached out to everyone like every other big creator i try to get on everyone's podcast <laughs> and things like that so like try to continue to try to do that because okay. you know there's other people in this space that already have audiences that you can get access to. Yeah, no, I'm really, I'm like the queen of DMs. Like I just like DM oh, okay. Peloton's social um, media coordinator 
And she was like, oh, yeah, if you guys have a group running like some marathon, we'll outfit you all. We'll send our photographer. And we ended up getting that and like on their oh, blog nice. in like our first year, which was awesome. Um, so I definitely like just like reach. I like, no shame reaching out to people. Um, and I feel I like would try to like get on podcasts yeah. as much as you can. Like, you know what? One of your like I do this with a lot of my clients that are kind of starting out. Mm -hmm. um, what you should do is you should make a like a spreadsheet of 100 podcasts that you want to go on. Okay. And then just have somebody in your team or you yourself just reach out to every single one of them like con constantly okay. <laughs> and then try to get on them. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay, well this is good. I feel like I've like laid the foundation, but I'm just like can I like turn this into something magical? It already is, but like that makes money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe what you should do is uh Here's here's what I'll say. Yeah. Those things like retreats, and if you do like a core group of people where you kind of meet with them every, even if, yeah. let's say out of 150 people, right? Let's say only 15 people show up, but it's gonna take you some time because they haven't they they thought of this as as like a Netflix account, right? Or like Planet Fitness, I sign up and I never go again. <laughs> like yeah. that's how, you know, like 90 percent of revenue for fitness. Planet Fitness yeah. comes from people who never go to the gym, right? That are, and that are just con continue. So that's how people look at it. So you have to shift that from that to more of a community thing. And one of the ways you can do that is raise your prices, right? <laughs> and then have these things where you know maybe you meet once a month or something like that on Zoom, you know, where you do some sharing, where, where people yeah. kind of talk about their experiences and things like that. And then what's going to happen is. You know, a lot of people think that like growing a community is like somehow you have to find a way to just scale something. But the way to scale that is through one on one, actually. Like I found that the more personal time I spend with individual members, the more actually the community thrives and grows. So, you know, yeah, create opportunities like that on, you know, where. It's just so weird. Like I, I help one person, and that one one person is like tells the whole. Like they're so grateful that they they tell the whole world about it, right? Yeah. So, you know, to scale something, I think you really need to like scale it one on one. Because when I help one person, what ends up happening is not only am I helping that one person, so that person is going out and talking about it. But everyone else in my community sees that I helped that one person. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then they're like, oh, like, wow, son is really, you know, he, he really cares about us. You know, something like that. Yeah. Like, no, that's true. It's actually funny because some of our me members will like text me on the side and they're like, yeah. oh, shit, Rachel, like, I just I can't stick with it. How do you do this stuff? And then I start kind of like texting them on the side <laughs> and just like, you can do it. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and it's, it is true that I feel like maybe something like that. Um, no, yeah, you gotta do that. So one of the yeah. things I do on Instagram, uh, like I, I, I know I need to get better at it right now, but is when somebody DMs me and says, son, like, what should I do? Like, this is what I'm struggling with. What should I do? Yeah. I'll either reply the answer like what I think they should do, my advice, or I'll record, I'll send a recording of my advice. And then next, what I do is I take a screenshot of that or I 
I do a video screen recording with my voice and I'll play my part of the message uh-huh. and I'll, like, I'll hide their name or something like that. And I repost that on stories. Then what, then everybody who watches the stories are like, oh, wow, Sun is like actually helping these people <laughs> on yeah. DMs. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then that makes me, that makes them feel like, oh, wow. Like, so I, I kill two birds with one stone, right? Because anyone else who's struggling with that same problem now got the answer too. Yeah. And then two, it shows the community how much I'm, I'm committed, right? Yeah, so, like invested. Yeah. yeah. So things like yes. that. Okay. <laughs> well, this was really helpful. I feel like I have a lot of ideas. And I think the key with you know too, and I know because I've like I'm in the startup world too, is like most successful businesses is like people that just have stuck with it. And like if you yeah. do love it so much, and I do, like I I always like think about it, especially in the early days when I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like I have yeah. three kids, <laughs> like yeah. you know, adding this. But other I'm sure thing. that's how you grew your your law firm too, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's doing those boring things. It's like consistently doing the boring yeah. things is what causes success. Not like yeah. some brilliant idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you talk about like right now, you're pretty much like managing a team, not like designing cool websites. It's like, that's the yeah, same. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that actually makes a bigger difference on your success than, yeah. you know, than 10% of the cool stuff. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. Well, this was so helpful. I'm so happy. I I don't even know how I like stumbled on you in Night Nation, <laughs> but um, it's and I've really tried because I feel like I have a community, so I know that like sharing tips with all the other members and like responding when somebody shares something is just like that's what creates magic in a community of like knowing there's people out there looking at what you're saying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I I, I have no doubt that. Um, you're going to figure it out because you, you yeah. have the, like, number one, you obviously have the grit because yeah. you've built uh, your own business before. So, you know, you know how to do that work. And number two, you have, you're passionate about this. So, yeah. like, I guess the the final thing that I can, like, so to, to summarize everything, what I, what I am going to say is, like, what you have to constantly go back to is you're trying to take that experience from your first round with eight of your friends Mm-hmm. And you're trying to scale that, so what, yeah. you know, always whenever you're like struggling with something, you're like, oh, I'm not, com- I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do, A or B. Whenever you need to make those kind of decisions, just go back to that moment and yeah. think about what made that special. Yeah, that feels good because that was like you said, like so simple, like it wasn't bells and whistles <laughs> and all this shit, and like it literally yeah. was just talking every day. Yeah. So if I can like keep that as my like cornerstone of what the magic is it's that yeah everyone you're you're just accommodating friends yeah (laughs) that can keep each other accountable that's yeah that's what you're doing yeah awesome and let up let us know let me know if you ever do retreats i know i (laughs) know i'm gonna invite you tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's definitely gonna have an army twist to it but it's gonna be a wellness getaway and beautiful and amazing just gonna have some partying too that's awesome (laughs) okay thank you rachel thank you so much thank you everyone for listening um i hope you and everyone got a lot out of this this is like actually you know pretty good because you know most people that come on this podcast are not you know so experienced in actually building a business and things like that so i think this this is like a 
fresh take. <laughs> yes, but Thank I still have doubts up. and all the normal stuff. Like just because this isn't my first rodeo doesn't mean it's free. Of yeah, those we all do, right? And and, yeah. and just to say add to that, like I'm always surprised whenever I work with new clients or I meet new entrepreneurs. No matter what level they're in, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this person is, you know, he's like a billionaire. He, obviously, he doesn't have imposter syndrome, but they all do. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so crazy. <laughs> yes. Okay, Rachel. Thank right. you. Thank you so and much. I'll see you. Hopefully, see you in uh, Night Owl Nation. Cheers. Yes. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.